You are listening to the Babe You've Got This podcast. My name is Kim Kent. As a health and mindset coach, speaker and business mentor, my deepest passion and purpose involves empowering and educating women to up-level and transform their mindset so they can have the courage, the guidance and the belief to achieve their goals and create more success and abundance in their life. I am raw and real and excited to give you an epic dose of mindset development and get you thinking greater. If you love this episode, please share on your social media and make sure you tag us in your post. Well done for pushing play today. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back. So excited for this episode because we're talking about money. Woohoo! I love money. Well, I never used to love money. It hasn't been until the last couple of years where I've realized that, well, I started to actually love money. And two years ago, I realized that one of the reasons why I never had any money or I was always like, I had money, but I felt like I was living paycheck to paycheck. There was a lot of emotion around money. I felt like I was taking one step forward and two steps back, even no matter how successful my business grew, I didn't feel like I had anything to show for it. And what I was lacking was that connection of actually fucking loving money. So we're going to dive into money talks today. So be prepared. Now, look, I don't know what your relationship or your story and your beliefs around money is. So you might feel empowered as fuck from this episode or you might get some some triggering might happen. Like, I don't know. Like, it would be interesting. So listen with an open mind and open heart and... I just, I'm just really wanting to share my experience, share what I've learned and then how I go now and help other women, you know, follow the wealth principles and remove the emotion around the money and actually see their savings grow and actually feel their self-worth and net worth grow. Like it's, it's so funny because my whole life until I started, until I woke up, is that what I usually call it? Until I actually woke up to the world. My whole life, childhood, adolescence, early 20s, my life was controlled by money or the lack of and the scarcity mindset. Like I grew up and if I think back on my childhood, I know I had it, I had it pretty good. If I look back now, I had a roof over my head. I was fed every day. Um, I had clothes on my back. Like my parents did the absolute best they could, you know, but the main emotions I feel, and the, if anyone ever makes me think back to my childhood, the first thing I go to is like, oh, there was a lot of stress around money. We were always so broke, we could never afford anything. So, like, it's like money. It, it money is the first memory of my childhood. Like, it's pretty fucked up, hey. So we grew up, yeah. Just there was this massive lineage, like poverty mindset lineage. My my dad never really spoke of it. My dad's this guy who I fucking love my dad, but he's the one who, this is my saying. My saying is my mum never had any money and my dad, my dad never gave any money or spent any money. So I definitely look now and see how why dad was always so stingy and frugal and I felt like it was because we were broke, but he was just the one end of the spectrum, like full saving mode, all that jazz. And then there was my mum's side, which she would always be so broke and so stressed and we can't afford this and we can't afford that or that costs money or that's too expensive. Money doesn't grow on trees, Kim. Um, only rich people, rich people are greedy. 
all this stuff. And don't get me wrong, like as much as I would love to point the finger and blame my mum, but where do you think she got those stories and beliefs from? You know, that's been passed down generation by generation. Like our beliefs get passed down through the generations. So it's up to us now. If we've grown up in that situation, it's up to us to break the lineage. Like otherwise it will never be broken and we'll pass down the same money beliefs and money stories and anxiety and stress to our children. And I don't know about you, but fuck that. Like my biggest, one of my biggest driving forces, biggest driving forces for growing a really beautiful online business, being a network marketing professional, creating residual income, creating multiple forms of income is so when I make a baby, which is going to happen soon, we're going to be trying again um, after Christmas. I want, I would love my child. My goal is that my child or my children have such I teach them really strong self-worth and they have they love money. They don't see it as this criminal or this this cancer in their life. You know, I, I would love for them to go out into the world knowing that they're worthy of having what they want and money is the energy that helps them create what they want. Like and of course, like me having kids, not you know, traditionally if you have your babies, you stop your working, you might get maternity leave and then you're on unpaid leave, right? I don't want that. Like I want to make sure that I still have an income coming in, but I can be there for all the special moments. So yes, can you tell my energy is really high, really passionate about this topic. I probably am talking really fast, but you know what? Let's roll with it. Uh, so money, 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 money mindset. I'm, I'm only going to dabble in it. I said I was going to dive into it, but only kind of one area of it today because we could talk, we could create a series on money chats and what to do, what not to do, how to think, blah, blah, blah. But one of the things I learned is our net worth is directly correlated with our self-worth. It's the same thing. So if you see people, you know, we go out into the world and we see people and there's some people out there that love to have all the fancy brands, super expensive, $1,000 on handbags, have this, have that. And they have this look that we're like, oh, they obviously earn or they they must have high self-worth they earn lots of money, they can afford all these things. But the true way to see what their self-worth is, is actually look at their bank account. You know, if there's zero dollars in their bank account, but they're buying all this expensive stuff, their self-worth actually isn't that high. So your self-worth and net worth are are the same thing. And this is so true, so, so true, because I used to, before I had my shit together, and before I followed the wealth principles, and um, really worked on this, I would want to look like I was successful, but behind closed doors, I was like waiting for my next paycheck, you know, not knowing how, like how I'm going to pay this next bill or dipping into my savings and feeling shit about it. Like that was me. Put my hand straight up in the air. So then I realized like, okay, if I genuinely want to grow the amount of money I earn and attract in, I need to grow my self-worth. So how worthy do I genuinely feel? And and actually wanting to put the demand on myself to step up and believe in myself and believe that I deserve more. And it does take a lot of work and it does take time, but the first step is actually acknowledging it. And when you say it to yourself, like if you say it like, no, I'm ready to have more. If you hear that little inner thought, that the, the dominating belief, right? trickle in and be like, yeah, but nah, it's too hard work or uh, maybe one day or maybe not in this lifetime or 
you know, the, the little, the most innermost dominating thought trickles in. You've got to, you've got to shut that thing up. You've got to change that. You've got to say, you know what, I hear you, but that's not my story anymore. Um, I had to change my story. Like I definitely had to. One of the easiest ways I did it, like that we always have money stories is I have multiple don't get me wrong, one of my money stories right now is still like, you've got to, if I want to make more, I've got to work even harder. And the thought of that exhausts me, which is definitely capping me. And I'm changing my story now to if I want to earn more, I need to evolve. Like how empowering is that? If I want to earn more, I need to evolve. Not work harder, evolve. And it's the same I started with. I used to resent money and now it's like, I love money. I fucking love it. Daniel and I used to have conversation he's like Kim all you do is talk about money I'm sick of talking about money I'm like do you know what Daniel like I love money now like I want to talk about it if I'm going to brush it under the rug and we not talk about money then that's we're never going to have any we have to put energy onto it because money is an energy and what we focus on energy flows right so if we focus on the abundance of money and how we're organizing it and that we want more and that it's it's been allocated we know what we're doing with it the universe goes Hey guys, look, you seem to be organized. You know, energy flows to where it's organized most. Money flows to where it's organized most. I just love it. So now Daniel and I have such a beautiful relationship. Don't get get me wrong. I was going to say, beautiful relationship with money. But my my little trickling stories and old school stuff, it still comes back up. So we still have our moments and he balances me really well because whenever something big life-changing things happen like we just got our first um, investment property in home and that's like new level debt and demand on ourselves so that kind of triggered my (laughs) underlying anxiety around money so it was a new level of growth for me like oh okay how can I handle the emotion on this now like I need to handle this next level of emotion so I went on a tangent um Money mindset. It is like at the end of the day, it does not matter how much you earn or what job you do, the amount of money that you feel like you have or your amount of like um, worthiness, it all comes down to your mindset. It all comes down to your mindset. But I know the mindset is one of the hardest things. (laughs) It is the hardest thing to change, right? Because if it all comes down to it, if we could just change it in an instant and it stay permanent with that change, we'd all be millionaires. We'd all be living our best life. Does not. I get it. It's hard. We've got to keep working on it and and change the story, but affirm the story every single day. So, as I said, money is an energy, and and money is it's it's just transactional, right? It's energy. If we look at it as a physical thing, we're going to get we're going to get so focused on it that nothing's ever going to come of it. But if we look at it as an energy and it's a flow, it's an exchange. The more value you put out into the world with what you do, the more value you're going to receive back. It's that energy exchange. So it's a really good question to ask yourself now. Like if you would love, like how much would you love to grow your income by? Okay, how much would you love to grow the amount of value you put out into the world? Now, some of you might be like, well, what do you mean by value? If you're a business owner or you work based on profit and commission, like it's not a capped time trading income earning scenario that you're in, you can look at like, okay, I only I have this amount of time in my day. I'm putting I'm putting out this much value. I'm helping this amount of people, this, this many amount, this amount of people. 
how can I help them more or how what can I do to help more people in this shorter amount of in this limited space of time so really ask yourself those empowering questions if you're time trading if you're like okay I need to um uh, the only way I can earn more is to work my hours, but you don't want to do it. Like that is an option, right? Go work another eight hours during the week. There's some more money, right? Or talk to, look at the job that you're in. Now I know, I understand like this might not be fitting for every single person because there's certain, if you're working, especially for big brand, big companies where they always follow just the award rate, it's very strict, whatnot. Like I think then it would be a case by case conversation but another way just to look at it all when I learned this I'm just sharing it with you to plant it in your head okay so you work a job where you earn $30 an hour you do certain tasks and your job requires certain things of you in that time how can you earn more per hour without maybe there's no more promotions you can go for or without having to change what you do just think Okay, so I do X, Y, and Z in this amount of time, right? Um, okay, what if I did, If what if I added this and this and this on to my job and I, I know I can do it in this amount of time, this would actually save the company having to bring in another employee um, and pay them extra than they could give me just like a certain amount per, per hour. You can sell yourself. You can sell yourself to your boss or to whoever makes the decisions. You could go in and say, hey, look, I realize that, you know, I can actually get all my work done in 10 hours less than, like, you've got to come in with a strong proposal, right? In 10 hours less than what I'm working. I would love to take on, I had a look and I noticed that we're kind of lacking in this area and it's something that I know I can add into what I do. However, it's going to take a bigger demand of me. So I would need to be paid more to cover that demand. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to do it. So would you be open to or would you consider giving me a and give them a number, give them like an extra $3 an hour? I'm not a big, maybe you need more, maybe you need less. I don't know. I have been working for myself for the last seven years. So I'm actually not quite familiar with what's the average um, pay rise and what um, employees will be willing to pay. But you can suggest that and say, I'm open to compromise. Um, I want to put this, uh, this is how you guys are going to benefit from this and I think it's a really smart decision. Your boss, your company, they wanna hear how they can benefit. They wanna hear how they can save money and make more money at the same time. So I just went on a tangent with actually what I wanted to chat about, but I, I love that. It's just, look, you could be thinking right now, oh, Kim, you have no idea what you're talking about. Or you could be thinking like, Kim, there's so much truth in that. As I said, you listen with an open mind. If you're someone who works in a time trading position, um, an employment and a wage thing, wage or salary, whatever it is, and you say, oh, I could never do that. Oh, no, they would never do it. You li- that is your limiting belief coming straight through and you telling yourself that you're not worthy of selling yourself for more than what you're being paid because right now you have sold yourself for the income that you're earning right now. So just some thoughts for your little brain. But I want to chat more on the wealth principles and whatnot because at the end of the day, everyone, like this was me and everyone that I help coach and guide with this through my wealth principle coaching calls, which is brand new by the way, just started it and it will be fully launched in 2021. I've just been working with a few people now 
um, and testing out my system and it's been on how I do it and it's been really effective. Anyway, I digress. What in what was I saying? Um, oh yeah, it doesn't matter how much you earn, who you are, if you want to earn, if you're at that point of, I want to earn more money, cool, I'll go get another high paying job or I'll go do more work, blah, blah, blah. If you don't follow the wealth principles and you don't learn how to handle what you got, if you get given any more money, I can guarantee you won't, you will still be as emotional and you will attract in more bills, higher lifestyle requirements, all this stuff to balance you back to the level you're at now. What I mean by that is, how many of you guys have seen people like on the news or maybe you know firsthand where people have won lotto or come into a huge amount of money, an inheritance or something, and within a year or two years, they actually end up more broke than before they won that money. Because what's happened is their self-worth is only at a certain level and that's what they've been able to handle. And the universe will never give you more until you've learned to handle what you've got, right? And this is where gratitude comes in. But say you want a million dollars, right? If you don't know how to handle that a million dollars, you will spend it. It will get spent. And I can guarantee right now if I asked, if I gave you a million dollars in your bank account right now, what would you do with it? I bet some of you are like, oh my God, I can pay off this car loan or I can pay off, put it on the mortgage or pay off this debt. That used to be me because I'd be like, oh, pay off debt, pay off debt. But guys, we are always going to be having debt in our life, especially if you're a homeowner. We know that, like, right? But we use it to our advantage and we keep investing and create portfolios and make it work for us if you're doing that. But otherwise, if you're paying debt first, if the first thing you think is to pay off money, you immediately have said, this money has come to me, I am not worthy of it, I am going to give it away. Maybe it's to a holiday, maybe it's to help a family member out. And the truth is, no matter how much compassion and love this comes from, if you pay a family member or a friend, that money you've won, you straight like, you send them money, you are telling them, you are telling the universe that that person is more worthy than you of that money. Now, whether or not you believe, like, the way I want to say this is, okay, I'm just going to say it. You are the most worthy person in your life. You are the most important person in your life. When you step into your self-worth, when you say, I demand more, I am worthy of more, you give permission to other people to do the same. When you give away the money and you're making someone else more worthy than you, you are putting them in a pedestal and yourself in the pit. And at the end of the day, like you are the most important person in your life. You have to do you first. It is not up to you to save everyone else. You have to save yourself. And by saving yourself or whatever you want to call it, you give yourself, you're giving everyone else permission to do the same. You've got to lead from the front, not try and save everyone else and keep yourself down and um, deflated and drained. So if you were to be given a million dollars right now, what would you do? I was asked this in a course recently and I thought I had the right answer, right? Well, the smart answer. And I was like, old Kim would have been like, go traveling, which is still paying other people before me, right? Go traveling, um, pay off debt, blah, maybe save a little bit. And then last year I was asked this question and I was like, oh, I follow, I put it through the wealth principles. I put it through the wealth principles. And that's still me only, I still follow the wealth principles, but I'm still putting money towards like payments, lifestyle, bills, all that stuff. 
and I'm only giving myself a percentage of this influx money where if I did that, if I put it through the wealth principles, which is similar to a budget, same, same, but different, I'm, I, I only need, say I only need 20 grand a year to pay my rent. And if I got this million dollars, there's a percentage of that going to my rent, but I don't need more to go to my rent. So I'm making my rent more important than me, but it doesn't need that amount of money. So I hope that makes sense um, to you. So if you get a million dollars, what you do is you put it in that high interest bank account and you do not touch it. You do not touch it at all. You allow it to build up interest and then you use the interest that you're getting paid on and then you pay yourself with that. And I was like, oh my God, this is so smart. So there you go. There's a little hot tip. And oh, I should have said this at the start of the podcast. Um, I, a disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not um, stating or declaring that I am this fancy professional and I'm right and you're wrong. I'm literally just sharing what I have learned, what makes sense to me and what I do and what's helped me get into a space right now of certainty, greater sense of self-worth, less, like less emotion around money and actually um, having clarity and organization with what I do. So should have disclaimed that at the start. Now, wealth principles. Wealth principles, are, it's, a, it's a system that you follow to keep your money organized. It's based on a percentage. So when you get, when income comes to you, you allocate it and you send it off and, and put it into certain bank accounts based on a percentage of what you need for each thing. You must pay yourself first into a, interest, uh, into a savings account that you never, you do not touch. It is there, but the idea is you never need to touch it right? This is your self-worth little cushion, little little bucket that hopefully will grow into a big bucket. Then you pay yourself spend. Like you've worked for your money. Go buy yourself that dress or take yourself out for dinner or jump out of a plane. I don't know, whatever you want to spend your like no questions asked money, your luxury money. Sorry, just had a sip of coffee because it's going cold. Um, do you know what I mean? Like that's your no, no guilt, not allowed to spend it on anyone else but yourself. Then you start to send your money into, if you have to pay tax, if you're a business owner, tithing, um, all the little things you want to save for. Like I have a travel account. We had a Europe account too, but we don't need to save in that right now because we have no idea when the borders are opening. Um, I have, what else do we have? We have living, we have Christmas account, um, groceries, car, bills, and whatnot. But everyone's different, right? We have accounts. Hubby and I have accounts that are specific to our lifestyle and our needs. Um, you know, so we're saving for travel. We always have money going into our travel account, but we're always also saving, saving, like not do not touch save. We are saving for, like we're renting right now and we've got our house and we're starting to make payments on the land loan while the house is in construction right? So we're paying a little bit onto a mortgage and our rent. So we have, oh, and rent accounts. We have money going to a rent account with, can also, we also have money going into our house while it's being built. And the thing is, we still have money to play. We still have money to pay our bills. We still have money to buy people presents. It gets to Christmas time and we're organized. Like our goal is to have three grand extra in the Christmas account for the two weeks over Christmas for presents, food, going out, whatever. It's like we're on holiday. 
right? And we were able to create this over the last few months when we added it into our wealth principles. So leading up to Christmas, there hasn't been a, where am I going to find the money? Can I afford this? We don't use our credit card. Like we don't have to put anything on a credit card. Um, now the reason this could all be, you could be like, oh my God, I need this in my life or, oh my gosh, this sounds like overwhelm. But the thing, the thing is guys, if you're in a state where you just have the one or two bank accounts, money comes in, you're living paycheck to paycheck, you save last. So you pay all your stuff, you save last, but then you get to two days off your next pay and you have no money to, or you need food and you're taking from your savings, like you should never take from your savings account because you're saying that you're not worthy enough for having that and you're taking money out and you'll probably find you never crack a certain amount or when you hit a certain amount, say you want to save 10 grand, you've hit 10 grand and you're like, yep, don't need to take anything out of that. And then you attract, the dog needs to go to the vet or the car breaks down or you get the speeding fine because you're not showing that you can organize your money and you hit a certain target and then something will come in to bring you back down to the level that you're at right now. When I implemented the wealth principles two years ago, like we'd implemented it the month before we moved to Canada and went down to just my income, right? Because it's, I have an online business. Now I learned these just before we went to Canada. And instead of being like, yes, at the time my business was making about $7,000 a month residually. And I was like, yeah, we can live off seven grand a month traveling Canada, hell yeah. And we saved up in we saved up about 20 grand extra in six months since we got married then to have like as a buffer for Canada. And I was like, oh, we have to follow the wealth principles. We can't just have seven grand. We need to put money into savings. I need to make sure I'm putting tax aside, our bills, all that stuff. So it actually felt like we had less money because after we put aside all of our commitments anyway, but we we were organized, we knew how what our commitments were gonna be whilst we're over there, like any things we still had repayments back in Australia and going there knowing phone bills, internet, all that stuff and rent over there. And it came down to like, oh, actually, we only have two grand, not seven grand a month to spend on whatever we want, which $500 a week to do whatever you want with seems like a lot, but not when you're in constant travel mode, right? But it made us really smart and savvy but we came home six months later from Canada and we had saved $5,000 into our savings account, do not touch, in that time. So to come home not feeling broke from traveling felt amazing. And since then, we've been able to save up for a house deposit. Oh my God, like everything. And I'm sharing so vulnerably and so specifically with you because I don't want to say things and not have the proof from my end of how it's worked for me. So if you can relate to any of this, guys, like I've, as I said, I've just opened up Wealth Principle Coaching. It's two coaching calls from me. There's a pre-coaching questionnaire homework task, which gets you set up, which you get, it's so powerful to do. Then you get two coaching calls and then a check-in after. Um, it's, oh, I'm so, so excited for this. My, the girls who have already done it, the ladies who have already done it, absolutely love it. Um, because my website's not fully up and running just yet, it will be soon. If this is something you would you would love to know more about, and it's so affordable, guys, I've actually made this, these coaching calls affordable and they can be paid in installments too. Like pop me a message on Instagram or I won't give my email on this. Yep, you can contact me via my Instagram. 
my link is in the show notes below. Um, and I'd, I'd love to help you. Like, so everyone needs to know this information. Wealth, following the wealth principles, organizing my money, having a system has changed my life. Hubby, that, you know, we, we now, we attract money comes to us. Like we attract in more opportunities, more money. Like we don't feel guilty if we want to go on a date night. We only go on a date night if there's money in our living account. Oh, look, babe, like we don't have anything else like we need to spend that on. Let's go out. And it's guilt-free. I, I just got to breathe through that whole thing. I just absolutely love this and I just feel like everyone needs to learn about it. And those of you listening, like, can you, if, you've, if you're listening and you follow the wealth principles or you have a set of wealth principles where you allocate money via percentage and you pay yourself first, can you please send me a message? I want to know how you're finding it. Are you loving it? Maybe you're not doing it 100% and we need to tweak it. I can help you with that. You've got to do this wholeheartedly. You can't half-ass the wealth wealth principles. Um, or if you're listening and you do them and, yeah, you, it's, you're absolutely loving it, please share. Share this. Like who do you know needs to hear this? Even just to open up their mind and their realm of money mindset, how they're thinking, what's the system to actually follow. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I could talk all day about it. But if you have any questions, please let me know. I'm going to leave that there. And if you really, like, please reach out if you want help with anything with this. Like, as I said, I can teach you what works for me and what's worked for hundreds and thousands of other people. This system, the, the principles have been around for decades. Certain people follow them, certain people don't. I'm so grateful I learned about them, especially at a young age. And I'll never not follow a system because, remember, money flows to where it's organized most. Energy needs to follow a system, right? This is the system. You've got to create the system. And don't get me wrong, like when I first learned this from my mentors, I've tweaked it to suit hubby and I. So I don't follow it to a T of how they do it. I've tweaked it to suit us. And the aim of the game is to remove the emotion. You've got to remove the emotion around money because when, you, when you're emotional about money, money is the supply. There's a universal law of the supply of supply and demand. Supply will only come when the demand increases, but when we focus on the supply, the supply, it takes us away from the demand and it causes anxiety, stress, emotion, frustration, anger, all of that. So we need to focus on the demand. The, one of the demands you can focus on to attract more money in is first get put the demand on yourself to organize your money. So there's the demand on the, on the allocation and organization of the money, which is just an energy, right? the supply will increase. The supply has to increase when the demand is increased. So what's the demand you're going to put on yourself right now? What, how, what action steps are you going to take right now to start actually seeing your self-worth grow, your net worth grow, remove the emotion around money? Like I fucking hate being stressed and anxious about money. It used to control my life so negatively that it made me sick. I don't want that for anyone. <sighs> All right, I'm going to leave it there, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Can't wait to hear from you, and I hope you're having a lovely day. This podcast is brought to you by Abundance Club, an exclusive online membership to a 16-week holistic health and mindset coaching program. Abundance Club supports, educates, and empowers its members with their self-love, mental health, happiness, nutrition, and exercise so they can live their healthiest and most abundant life. 
You can learn more by checking out the website, which is www.abundanceclub.net. Just a reminder to hit subscribe so you are always in the loop when a new episode drops. I am so grateful that I can give you this time and content as you listened in today. And remember to leave a heart-filled review and five sparkly stars if you are listening through iTunes. Or leave your love-filled comments in the comment section below. By this process, you are contributing to the bigger vision and impact of inspiring and helping women just like you to grow their success and their mindset too. Don't forget to leave your Instagram handle so I can give you a shout out on our social media and recognize you for your greatness too.